0: this is Dr. Rebecca May coming to you from Arcana Labs, and this is Road to Reno. Good morning. Today we have with us Dr. Casal. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. So, uh, I just wanted to get started by asking you where you grew up. So, I grew up in Brazil, a small
1: town. It's an island, but it does have a medical school, so it was pretty awesome that I got to go to medical school in my hometown, um, and that's where I grew up. How big of an island is it? (sighs) Don't ask me (laughs) size-wise, but it's like around 400,000 inhabitants. so
0: same size as Little Rock. Um, Oh, wow. And so you went to medical school there, but did you? Is there a university before medical school in Brazil?
1: Uh, no, we can go directly to medical school. It is in a university. It was, you know, the Federal University of that province, and um, so you get into med school around 18, which is pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> and how long is the training
0: then? It's six years, and then you do residency. And um, how did you decide on your residency?
1: So it's funny at the time the medical school curriculum was still like the old times curriculum so we had uh, you know general pathology and systems pathology so general pathology was first year systems pathology was second year and we used to follow Robin's um, chapter order so systems pathology should start with heart except that my in my year the person who taught that uh, chapter had retired so they had to swap to reno (laughs) so my first uh, you know system pathology class was reno and the teacher came in all apologetic and she's like i know you haven't had renal physiology um, and it's gonna sound very complicated but you know the teacher retired so i'm filling in and the minute she put an EM picture on the screen, which was like a projector, all days, I was like, "Oh my god, you can see inside the cell!" <laughs> and I was just sold off. I said, "That's what I want to do. I want to do pathology. I fell in love with it." Um, so I. Then volunteered to be a teaching assistant in pathology, specifically with that teacher, because she was the only one who read renal biopsies there. So I would shadow her whenever she had a renal biopsy. Of course, it was not that common. You know, it's a small island and it's not like a referral center like Little Rock. Um, and I soon realized, you know, the challenges of doing renal pathology there. Uh, there was only one IF microscope in the whole department. It was locked by key because it's so <laughs> precious. I couldn't preview any slides by myself. EM, I had never seen one because it was like in the physics department somewhere else, and only done on very, very special cases, which never happened during my six years of med school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's when I decided for Reno.
0: So you applied for pathology residency?
1: Yes, but um, because I knew all the challenges in my hometown, I applied to a bigger city residency, which was Sao Paulo. And uh, I really liked the training there. Still, like the EM was across the street. It was not in the physics department, (laughs) but we would do only, you know, for uh, special cases, paraffin EM. Usually there was no material set aside for EM. Mm-hmm. And I'm a perfectionist, so that was not ideal for me. Remember, all started with EM pictures and I really <laughs> like, you know, alter structure. You know, I realized I probably need to go abroad. Uh, so during my residency there, I applied for electives in Canada in mm-hmm. renal pathology. And um, that's when I finally decided to move to Canada.
0: Oh, wow. So what is the residency training like in Brazil? Is it, is it sort of like the United States free of APCP?
1: No, there it's different. We only have AP. It's a three-year program. You can do CP, which is a separate three-year program. And then you can do forensics, which is a separate three-year program. So it's a shorter program, but it's only AP. And fortunately, my program allowed me three months of elective. So that's, uh, I condensated them, and I went to Canada and um, was fortunate to have good mentorship there uh, from Dr. Herzenberg, who unfortunately passed away before he could you know, become my <laughs> supervisor. But he advised me a lot and um, told me to try and get into residency there and retrain so that I could do a fellowship uh, in Reno. And that's what I did. And so you had to redo your residency in Canada? Yes, I did, I redid my residency in Canada.
0: <clears throat> wow, that's a big decision.
1: <laughs> well, I was young at the time with no kids, so it was not so hard. And, uh, you know, to be honest, three years of residency in AP, Ah, it's sort of scary to start signing out cases after three years. And um, many of my colleagues in Brazil, they actually went on to get jobs where their first six months, they were just, you know, um, doing QA over signing because people even there realized that, you know, AP is such a, you know, vast area that, you know, three years don't give you enough confidence, even though we have, we were in a very big busy program with 80,000 specimens per year, but still. So I was not unhappy to Mm -hmm. get more training and get more confident. Um, I didn't mind. And the training in Canada was pretty good. It was not as um, focused on having a resident work as a pathology assistants, grossing. It -hmm. was pretty much focused on, you know, teaching and education. And um, it was actually a new experience for me because in Brazil I used to be just running the service mm-hmm. and there I was like you know privileged and had time to study and many many lectures so I really enjoyed my residency I cannot complain anything about it
0: And where where did you do residency in Canada University of Toronto and that's where you had also rotated
1: Yes, that's where I did my elective. And then um, I did um, some research before applying to residency, which is the usual route for, you know, IMGs here. You need to get some, you know, reference letters, get known to the program. And um, the only hard part was that the first year was internship year there. Oh. So, I had to rotate to surgery and uh, oh. internal medicine. Uh, fortunately, because I knew I wanted to do renal, I picked my internal medicine rotation. So, I did nephrology. Oh. And so, it was very actually nice for me because I could see their perspective. I did nephrology, I did rheumatology, um, and um, I did derm, <laughs> <laughs> and then pediatrics and all. But, you know. When you were young, you can still do it. I don't think I would be able to do it now, (laughs) but at the time, fortunately, I had the strength to to go on and do the one year of uh, clinical rotations. Yeah. And then did you um,
0: do a renal fellowship after your residency?
1: Yes. So I did the five-year residency, and then I did the renal fellowship there. And then I couldn't find a job in Canada. And then I ended up coming to the U.S.,
0: and where did you um, get your first job then after a fellowship? So I got my first job in upstate New York, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And um, it,
1: it was a very nice town and it was good because it was close to Toronto. My mother was still there. Um, so we could visit um, and it was very convenient. Uh, really liked the job there. and But unfortunately it, it was supposed to be only Reno ended up that it was not possible because of low volume, and that's uh, when I moved to Columbus. I pretty much enjoyed working there with, um, you know, much more experienced pathologists. I learned so much from them, from the nephrology team there. You know, the weekly discussions, um, both from nephrology and transplant teams, were, you know, really improved my ability especially clinical pathological correlation. Um, I was very fun time there. And then when did you make the decision to come down
0: to Arcana?
1: Well, you know, Tiffany kept uh, texting me about (laughs) all the wonderful things here and how slides come so fast. I could not complain of turnaround time at Ohio, to be honest, it was very good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all the stains that you had here. And, um, you know, ultimately our decision um, was uh, made because my husband could find a position here. Mm -hmm. So that just turned out to be perfect. And you came down to visit? I came down to visit, fortunately before COVID (laughs) and um, just toured the lab. And I had actually been following arcana labs since i was a resident in sao paulo you wow. know i saw the publications and i was oh my god how can a single lab get so many renal biopsies a year and that was actually you know my dream job back as a resident in brazil and i never really thought i would be able to get here
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because you know it looked to me such a you know a fine and um, desired place to be, that any renal pathologist would be wanting to come. And, you know, fortunately the stars aligned. I met (laughs) Tiffany, she, you know, made good references of me (laughs) to the directors and the leadership uh, and, you know, everything worked well for us to
0: come. What most surprised you when you started working at Arcana?
1: Just the efficiency. I mean, it's like a well-oiled machine. All the slides come on time. There is no delays, you know, and and everything comes prepared to you. You don't have to keep chasing for clinical histories that there is the client services department that does that for you. And when you need to talk to nephrologists, you know, you just let them know and they will, um, you know, call the office or help you get a hold of the nephrologist. I mean, it's just, I I can see, or I cannot see how it just started with a single pathologist and now becomes this such, you know, beautifully working complex machine and all the processes that are involved into, you know, getting our final slides there by 11 a.m. given that the biopsies come in that same morning, it's just amazing to it me. It really is, yeah. <laughs>
0: So what is the part of renal pathology that you get most excited about now when you get a biopsy with a certain finding?
1: You know, I still like a lot of looking at the fine details and finding, you know, hidden lesions, um, things like that. And the other part that I enjoy is talking to the nephrologist and, you know, getting their side and correlating sometimes, you know, you don't have a lot of details and then you see something on the slide. And then when you call them, they were, oh yes, this patient was taking NSAIDs. Uh, so then, oh, that makes sense. That's why I'm seeing so much using and tubulitis and
0: yes. Definitely. So you um, moved from a uh, island in Brazil mm-hmm. to Canada to a few different places in the United States. What were your impressions of Little Rock when you first came?
1: You know what? It actually reminded me of my hometown because it's a small town and it's so hilly. Mm -hmm. Um, My hometown also has a lot of hills, ups and downs, and the warm weather, uh, I think that's um, what really sold me. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I always said I didn't mind the snow of Canada or the coldness, of Syracuse, you know, still you feel more homey when it's the weather that you grew up with, and um, yeah, I think that's what most impressed me.
0: And so you moved um, to Little Rock, sort of, at right midway through the pandemic. Yes, right. So have you have you been able to like enjoy the city, or what have you discovered that you like to do in the city?
1: Well, haven't done much, to be honest, Um, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm looking forward to be able to go more, uh, you know, explore the city. Um, One thing that we like, but we've only been once, is the Little Rock Zoo. Mm -hmm. And um, when I came for my first visit, I really enjoyed the Clinton Library. And I wanted to Mm -hmm. go back and visit because I only had dinner there and uh, Seemed so beautiful, uh, but then when we came, you know, it was already middle of pandemic. So, I'm looking yeah. forward to enjoy more when things are reopen and safe to go.
0: Well, I think this is time for our rapid fire questions.
1: Okay. So,
0: <laughs> so I'll just ask you a series of questions that I've been asking everybody.
1: Okay. I haven't watched any of them, so
0: it's <laughs> gonna be brand new for me. That's good. That's good. So. Um, How many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Two to three. What was your first car?
1: My first car was a Palio from Fiat. I'm not sure you've ever had that in the U.S., but it's a small car.
0: iPhone or Android? iPhone. What is your favorite way to make eggs? Fried. Favorite movie? Favorite
1: movie, that's a tough one. I'm not like a movies person, maybe, you know, Titanic. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
0: First TV show you ever binge watched? Oh, Ugly Betty. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of one to 10, how good of a driver are you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Don't ask me that question. You may get different answers, but I would say about six.
0: (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah, you don't like the highway, right? No, I don't drive the highway, (laughs) period. So that's easy in Little Rock, right? That was the
1: perfect town for me. I mean, you can get anywhere. In, at least in West Little Rock, and even go downtown, I, I managed to get there without taking the <laughs> highway. My daughter hates it because it takes so long, but we get there safe and sound. There you go, yep.
0: Uh, the last book you read for fun?
1: Actually, it was one of our own uh, pathologist's husband book, oh. uh, Zombie, the King of Palmares. Just <gasps> finished reading and really loved it.
0: Oh, that's Learned great! Learned so much. If you were given the opportunity to fly into space, would you take it? No, <laughs> not at all. Earth is good. Yeah. Uh, what chore do you hate doing?
1: Is cooking considering
0: considered a think chore?
1: So. Okay, so cooking for sure. Morning person or night person? Night person. Do you have any pets? No, not yet, unfortunately, for my
0: daughters. <laughs> are you well, thinking about getting one i won't I won't tell her
1: yeah, no, she knows she's <laughs> thinking about getting one, but um, yeah, I'm sort of getting my arms twisted into getting a cat. Oh, yeah, do you prefer your twenties or your thirties?, uh, I prefer my thirties, and I
0: hope I will prefer my forties when I get there. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, do you have a Twitter handle? That
1: like I do. To share? It's my first and last name all together. It's very easy, and I used to post more cases. Um, now we are a little bit
0: busier, so I've slowed <laughs> down, but I will keep posting. Great. Well, thank you so much. It was really nice getting to know you a little bit better. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes store. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter or visit us on the web at arcana labs.com.